the icebreaker. We can pull that out and take a look at that. The icebreaker was a scenario. And this and, and I did that in the very beginning, before prayer, before everything, purposely. Because I wanted to see for us to see where our mindset is now. Our current mindset. So as we went through the conflict scenario, we'll go go through the um, table on the back as we look at the various um, events that occurred. So this was a a situation at work with uh, a gentleman and a lady that just completed this presentation. And we have these scenarios. This is a real scenario. Like we always will, we'll have presentations or things that we have to do and work together with someone else, whether it's at home or at work or wherever. We are working together as a team with someone in our lives. So in this scenario, when we asked, it's interesting, it was asked, what do you think? Well, when we ask, what do you think sometimes? <laughs> I don't know that we always want to hear everything that person thinks. So let's go through the scenario. And I'm going to, because I don't have my glasses, I'm going to ask. I have my glasses, but they're in my pocket. So if one of you could read the background for me, that would be great. Kimberly, John, and their team of volunteers have been preparing for a presentation with the State Community Funding Division for several weeks. The team is working to secure funds for a summer youth program. The program would provide jobs for youth within their local community. They delivered the big presentation today to a small group of funders. As they said their goodbyes and exited the conference heading to the parking garage, Kimberly asked John, so how do you think the presentation went? Okay, so that's the beginning. So let's look at the difference between opposition and conflict. So at the very top, it says opposition is a difference of, of opinion. So in and of itself, opposition is not so bad. We all are different people, uh, have different makeup, and so we have difference of opinions. But conflict is opposition taken personal. And so it's not just having a difference of opinion. It's having a difference of opinion, but then either personally attacking the other person or they feel that they've been personally attacked, which is very subjective, right? So my, one of my questions is, do Christians go through conflict? <laughs> we do. We, the part where we're personally attacking others if that is something that we're doing, that's something that the Lord is probably working with us on, I'm sure. But we don't have any control over how someone else takes a conversation that we have. But we're going to see that. So if someone can read the response. John's saying, well, I have a problem with using different approaches. We, we focus too much on finances. What do you mean? We need to explain how much we needed and how we plan to utilize them. Of course, said John. But crunching the numbers is too much, too much. It was mind numbing. It made our presentation appear to be a bit dry. You've got to be kidding me, said Kimberly. There was absolutely 
see nothing dry about that presentation. You you may need to have your ears checked. John moved in closer to Kimberly as they stood near their vehicle. I am sure all they heard was blah 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 after your two first two flow charts. If it were any more dry, you would have been spinning cotton with your roots. Kim snapped back. I'm sorry. Maybe I should shot the breeze and spent 30 minutes discussing the latest draft pick, like you you did during your our presentation last June. We both know that where that lands us. It would have been better than eating cotton for 30 minutes, said John. Look, says John. We all have dry conversations, presentations from time to time. Let me talk with the guys next week. I'll smooth things over and all will be well. You are unbelievable, Kimberly said as she slammed the car door. Okay. So, we have number one under response. John stated, well, I probably would have used a different approach. What did you have for that? Is that conflict or is that um, opposition? Everybody had the same thing for that one? Okay, let's move on then. We focus too much on the financials. Conflict or opposition? Everybody have, does anyone have anything different? Okay, let's move on. What do you mean, said Kimberly? Conflict or opposition? Anybody have conflict for that? We have one, two. Anybody else? It's how you work. So let's work differently. Is that it? How you read? I think if there was an exclamation point, then it would have been interpreted as defense. Okay. So some people. So do we still have a couple people that said that's conflict to me? Okay. All right. Let's move on. We needed to explain how much we needed and how we plan to utilize the funds. Conflict or opposition? Anybody conflict with that one? Of course, said John, but crunching the numbers too much can be mind-numbing. Conflict or opposition? How many say conflict? Okay, leaning. Anybody else conflict? Okay. It made our presentation appear to be a bit dry. Conflict or opposition? Okay. They, they did what? They have a history? I'm sure they do. They work together. Okay. So you've got to be kidding me, said Kimberly. Conflict or opposition? Who said conflict on that one? You've got to be kidding me. Okay. A lot of people. Who says opposition? Where, where Kimberly says, you've got to be kidding me. Okay, we got an opposition. All right. There was absolutely nothing dry about the, that presentation. Conflict or opposition? Who says conflict? Opposition, anybody? You may need to have your ears checked, said Kimberly. Anybody says opposition or you need to have your ears checked? No. John moved in closer to Kimberly as they stood near their vehicle. Conflict or opposition? 
Anybody opposition? Okay. I'm sure all they heard was blah, blah, blah after your first two flow charts. Anybody opposition? Okay, at this point. As you can see, we're spiraling here. <laughs> okay. If it were any more dry, you would have been spinning cotton with your words. Any opposition there? Okay. Kimberly snapped back. Any opposition? <laughs> we already know if she snapped back, then there's something going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I should have shot the breeze and spent 30 minutes discussing the latest draft pick like you did during our last our presentation in June. What do we think? Opposition? Nope. Conflict. Okay. We both know where that landed us. It would have been better than eating cotton for 30 minutes, said John. Conflict? Okay. Look, says John, we all have dry presentations from time to time. We do, right? We all have them. Let me talk to the guys next week. I'll smooth things over and all will be well. Conflict or opposition? If it's opposition, let me see. Let me see the hands of opposition. Can you do half and half? <laughs> Neutral. All right. No, like the first part I thought was opposition. Oh, the second half was conflict. Okay. The the part where he says everybody I'll, has you, oh everybody has giant presentations ten time that's right. You know, but then to, to escalate to to uh, let me talk to, to the guys next Sundays. week and all that. Okay. Yeah. All right. She said half and half. Okay. We split that sentence up. Okay. <laughs> Last sentence. You are unbelievable. <laughs> Kimberly said that she slammed the car door and sped off. <laughs> Opposition or cops conflict? <laughs> so, what can we glean from this? <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask questions. Yeah. I, I think where it goes between opposition and conflict is like, he should have stuck to the facts. Instead mm -hmm. of saying the words dry or mind-numbing, which automatically are negative, mm -hmm. those are negative descriptors. Yeah. Saying, you know, your presentation was missing this. Or, you know, that's objective versus subject. Right. Objective right. language. Um, I, I agree with that statement. What else can we glean from this? Exercise. I think that sometimes what, even in the room, what people perceive as conflict and opposition differs greatly on their personality. So, I mean, I have some kids that like, you know, even dealing with my own children, some stuff is just like water off a duck's back. They yeah. don't, they're not bothered by it. Yeah. And then some people are like, that really hurt my feelings. So you have to be really aware of who your audience. I need to really come and give you a hug right now. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's also where we're going. Anybody else have anything that they glean from us? Yeah. And timing too. I don't know that you needed to answer right then. You probably were both emotional after the mm -hmm. It was a huge presentation. Just mm -hmm. let's both think about it and talk later tonight. Yeah. yeah, that would have been ideal. That's perfect. Anyone else? I was just going to say kind of the opposite of what was said there. You know, she said that the that he was too attacking her, you know. Look at the opposite side. Men, that's how they, you know, that's how they respond to things. This is how I'm going to fix it. Mm -hmm. She was very emotional. Mm -hmm. So she had a lot of emotion there and got very defensive with really saying things. Yeah. So it escalated from there. Okay, yeah. So 
this whole situation, what, what we're looking at here in, in this room is that even in this room of Christian women, some, some things that were conflict, you know, we thought were opposition or some things that some thought were opposition, opposition others thought conflict. And so it's important, it's important to um, really understand that as we are communicating with one another. Because I can probably speak for myself. Sometimes my expectations, I, I'm, I'm going to speak for my situation, my relationship with my husband. Sometimes my expectations, when I first got married, my expectations were up here. Because I was praying, I was like, Lord, please send me the man after your own heart. I know I'm your daughter. And I know that you're going to send me a man that is going to be, I don't want any other man than the man you sent. Because I know that I can trust him. I can t- he's going to take care of me. I, you know, I had this really high in the sky. Um, and so when I, and, I'm, and, and no, no, nothing negative towards my husband. He is a human being. <laughs> I had him all the way up here. So when I got married, I was like, when I tell you how deflated I was, he is not this. But I thought you were, because my my uh, perception of a man of God was totally different. I don't know why I held him up to like way. You know, I'm reading exactly what the word says. But hold on. He's doing all this stuff himself. My husband used to go to the grocery store when we first got married. And he would go to a grocery store and have come home with a bunch of groceries. So I'm looking in there like, what's for us? Everything in there was for him. I'm like, how does this work? Well, I guess he was so used to being on his own and that's what he normally would do. So we started off the marriage with, I'm going to the grocery store for the house, he's going to the grocery store for him. <laughs> how does this work? I, Lord, I, I don't know this is not how it's, how we're supposed to start off this marriage. We had to get used to one another. We had to get used to being married. We had to get used to, you know, not being independent, but dependent. Um, still not there yet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what are our expectations of our Christian brothers and sisters? Are we never supposed to have conflict? Are you kidding me? So moving right along. Um, so I have a, I told you guys, I'm sorry about that. I'm used to talking for five hours. Not talking, but doing the exercises and things like that. But I have a few things for you um, in regards to how we're supposed to respond to conflict. And so I wanted to, us to get an opportunity to chat a little bit. Um, and I may have about five minutes for that. But in your folders, and I want you to grab a folder. I want you to grab a folder. First, there's an agenda on that. We probably should have had that in the beginning. But in your folders, there is a sheet that says discussion questions. I have another folder. I have another. Oh, she's 
We can share one too. So there's a sheet that says discussion question. Um, the first one I think we've already answered. Do you believe Christian experience or provoke? We didn't really, we didn't really get to that part. Do you believe Christian's experience or provoke conflict? And, and you said both. Um, I have uh, scriptures that um, we can read through. John 16:33, which is one of my all-time favorite scriptures. If somebody can go there and just read that real quick. We are going to read all of them. We just read one. in this world. So we're not always going to be at peace. And one of the things that, but we can always have peace in Christ, but one of the things that we, when we don't have control over another person, then we can't control whether this uh, relationship we, we can't necessarily, we don't necessarily have control over the relationship. We only have control over our part, our response of the relationship. The second question is how should Christians respond when we feel attacked by others? Um, there's a, a scripture there, James 15 and 19. The next question is, should Christians ever personally attack others? The answer to that question, we already know. But do we? We're all fallen people and that we're all um, given God's grace on a daily basis because we need it. So we do this sometimes. Not that we want to. This is just something uh, fallen nature. Um, it's a part of our fallen nature. But we need to know if we ever do this, what to do in order to restore that relationship. Um, I have some scriptures here about what we can do and actually I gave you a page of scripture for you because time is running short I gave you James 3 9 with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness so that is the answer to the question of do we provoke conflict? Sometimes we do. What are we instructed to do? James 1.19. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So in that situation, in a scenario with the two, the man and the woman, and we ask for the opinion, quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger, we probably wouldn't have had that. We wouldn't have spiraled into the area where they did. Romans 12, 18, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And then the tools. At the bottom, there are some tools. One, James 3, 17, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, 
then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, and impartial and sincere. And then, well, how do we get that wisdom? James 1.5 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, you should ask God. So if, if we want to live as God has called us to be, not provoking conflict, then we need to ask God for wisdom. And when we ask God for wisdom, we know that he will freely give it to us, and it says it right here. So we have a scripture that we can go to and say, yes, he said he would. And whatever God says he would do, we know he will. He's a, he's a God of his word. Galatians, so I say, walk by the spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And then Romans 8, 26, we need to rely on the spirit when we're weak. And a lot of times we're vulnerable in certain areas. So if I talk to my husband about a particular area that I know that I'm sensitive about, I'm weak, so I need to rely on the spirit for my response. Because I can't control his response. Or I can't control the initial conversation. I can't control any of that. But what I can do is control my response. And so I have to rely on the spirit. And so that's what that scripture is for us to rely on the spirit. So we need to pray for wisdom. We know God gives it to us freely, and we need to rely on the Spirit. That's the only way we can do it. And guess what? It, it, it's, I've been married 18 years, so I've been relying on the Spirit. It's been um, a journey. It's been a journey. And honestly, I'm very surprised that I'm still married. <laughs> I am. But daily, it's a daily, daily, daily thing. Yes. You can add a scripture. And I have that right on the page where you can actually add a scripture. One that I've been resonating in lately is Ecclesiastes 7-9. Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. Yes. That's something that I've been reading because I have little toddlers at home as well. Thank you for sharing that. Because I know that you helped me, and I'm pretty sure you helped some other people in this room. Yes. When we worked with one of the mission agencies in, in um, Georgia, the director said to me one time, he was very frustrated when we went into his office and was around. Have you ever heard that the Lord puts certain people on this earth to act solely as sandpaper? <laughs> <laughs> They're only here to knock the rough edges off the rest of us. Yeah, I do believe that there's some truth to that. <laughs> but so for us, um, our God honoring, our God honoring response. We try to say that three times um, to conflict is is a daily, moment by moment walk. Some of us, like second by second, that's probably me. I don't know who else in this room that has that. Um, but what I do, um, and I, I feel like, and I thank God for that, I feel like I've grown a little bit. Because <laughs> in the first, yeah, we were like going toe-to-toe. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, I realize our difference. Like, we are different. It's not that he is bad and I'm good or I'm bad and he's good. We're different. We're so different. And so I try to understand and 
where I don't understand, I have to just turn that over to God. <laughs> like, okay, Lord, I don't understand, but I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to respond. Sometimes I just need to just go walk away and come back. Now, earlier in our marriage, that wasn't feasible, but now I can. And I don't respond because some things I know that he just has to work through and some things I have to work through. So in our relationships, whether it's with a spouse, whether it's with a, a parent or a child or a coworker, we don't always have to respond. But when we do respond after giving some time, because you know yourself, I don't, I don't know you like that, but you know you. You know what triggers you. That's one of the things we talk about in core strengths are triggers. Knowing your triggers. So I know my trigger. And so I'm like, uh-oh. I can automatically, uh-oh, I'm getting triggered. <laughs> so when I'm getting triggered, then I have, okay, so now I have uh, something that I can do. I need to go, I need to leave because I'm getting triggered. So I need to walk out of the room and, and go into another place. And that's just me and pray. Or I need to go to another place and read. I need to go, I need to be built back up so I can, <laughs> so I can respond. Because I don't want to respond while I'm triggered. I've done that before, and that's not good. Yeah. I just wanted to bounce off that. I've done a lot of work on conflict in the past probably 10 years. My husband is super into conflict, loves arguing on Facebook, will argue with anyone. And I, 10 years ago, like, would just, like, I would literally physically leave. Like, I can't. If someone disagrees with me, I'd be like, okay, okay, that's fine. And so I've learned that sometimes not conflict in these definitions, but opposition is okay, mm -hmm. and it's good to talk about the things that you disagree with instead of just doing, like I know a lot of us are probably really big peacemakers, mm -hmm. and you just are, want it to be okay, so when things like politics or you know different opinions on the world come up, you know, immediately, me 10 years ago, I'd be like, okay, that's fine, I totally hear what you're saying, and now I'm like, let's talk about it, mm -hmm. like, let's, I wanna hear your opinion on it, and I think what you said was really important, and that I've been learning the art of pause, so like when my husband is amped and I want to get out of there, like we're like we gotta we gotta stop because this is important to talk about it, not because we shouldn't have this conversation, right? But because we're up here and we need to take time to get back down here because you do need to discuss the conflict, right? It needs to be it needs discussed. to be talked about. Yes, <laughs> yes, and every of course, and I, you are so right. You're so right. I know in my marriage. We have to take a long pause because when you know the situation and you know it can escalate into, we got to de-escalate and bring it up at a different time. Don't forget about it because that's what I used to Right. Like, okay, <laughs> good point, though. You have bring to it back up. We do because it's always going to be there. Right. Whatever it is, it's going to be there. And it's just going to be festering over its side. That's a really good point. Well, I think my time is up, ladies. What was I wanted to leave you with some tools. Um, I wanted to get to like a discussion on it, but that's something that you can read through those discussion questions and add any questions that you might have. Um, you can also add your own scriptures there that helps you to get through that part. Um, hopefully you'll take the scriptures that I provided for you as well. And um, when, when we are in conflict or we're triggered, and that's a whole nother session of learning our conflict triggers. Um, one day we can do that probably. But um, when, you, when you realize that you're triggered, then we'll know the next step, what to do now that I'm triggered. Okay?
Um, so we can go ahead and pray. Um, and then I'm supposed to give you time to go and check out and get your bags and everything before the main session. So let's, let's pray. Father, we thank you for um, this session. I pray that you have spoken to our hearts about conflict and how we respond to conflict as your children, as your daughters. Um, everyone has their own situation with conflict, Father God. And thank God that we have, have a God that knows all, that sees all, um, that's present, ever present. And, and thank, thank you for your grace because we slip up sometimes, Father God, and we pray that, um, that we would always please you in our response. I think, I'm thankful for these ladies. I pray that uh, they have safe travels and enjoy the rest of the uh, speakers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.